0: 9
1: Welcome to Ted Blast And welcome back to TED Blast, the big brother of TEDcast. Today we have an amazing lineup of music, interviews, and so much more. I can't wait! So, why waste time here? Let's get straight into what's coming up. Here we go. Coming up today on TED Blast, I'm back with a truckload of trends for you guys to enjoy. We interview two very influential people in the musical industry here in Melbourne. We play a very new game on a very new segment with our producer. All that and so much more. Let's bounce, here we go. of the show again and this is where we share with you our top trends on youtube for this week we like to see what's topping the charts in gaming movies live streaming or even youtube challenges i did promise you a truckload but since we have a jam-packed episode today full of interviews music and so much more i decided to choose just one yep just the one i liked best so before you try to change my mind here it is it's heading your way right now here we go
0: Radio station BTSN Double OP. No makeup on, I let it. You're so damn beautiful, I swear you make me sick. I want to live, I want to live.
1: Inside my heart, there's nothing but a burning pain. You my life.
2: Let's make
0: some good, bad decisions. Mm-hmm. I want you to good baby all of the time. Swing Give me
1: all your kisses. Mm-hmm. I want you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, baby, every night. And it feels like, <laughs> This is so cool. So this is like showing what um, Benny Blanco does leading up to the BTS concert. If you haven't guessed already, this is a music trend. Benny Blanco, BTS, and Snoop Dogg with their new song, Bad Decisions. Oh, Snoop Dogg's on the screen now. I told you, it's all happening here on uh, Bad Decisions, the official music video. So this is showing um, Benny's life as a BTS fan, what he gets up to, to prepare for a BTS concert, which is kind of cool. This is actually really cool. So, I also found out just today that Mr. Beast just posted on his TikTok that he has actually—if um, you don't know, I'm a mega Mr. Beast fan—he um, actually was in this song. He actually played a hi-hat key on his keyboard, and they put it in the song, which was quite funny. So he started his musical debut. So congratulations to uh, Mr. Beast right there! Uh, big congratulations! Love it. Amazing, amazing, amazing way to get into a music video. I should try that one day. Anyway, that is the end of Ted's Trends today. We will see you guys next time for some more trends and hopefully a few more than just the one that this was super fun. Uh, Hard to pick just one, but I'm glad I managed to pick it. So this was a great trend. I'll see you guys next time for some more Ted's Trends.
0: When
2: it comes
1: to rules, i break them. Let's make some bad. Decisions, I want you. is a studio quietly tucked away in a converted church just metres away from busy Smith Street in Collingwood. It's crazy to think that this chapel built in 1885 is now rocking a recording studio which certainly sets this place apart from other studios around Melbourne. Loads of great artists have recorded and mixed here which some of our listeners would have heard of such as Evermore, Living End, Peking Duck and Children Collide. One of the people who own this gem and work in this amazing place is Sue Oi, a talented music producer who's made his mark on the music industry over the decades. His big career highlight is in the 90s, when he produced a number one hit for Mel Bainbridge with the chart topper, Mouth. Well, it was pretty catchy, and he was able to make her number one in the American charts. And lucky he did, because that opened up doors to meet so many other artists overseas, including the late Michael Hutchins from In Excess fame. Obviously, it's been quite a ride. It doesn't end there. The creative energy still continues and is since teamed up with three other producers working on a mix of albums that I can't wait to hear. Having fun is the key to Sue's success, but you don't need to hear it from me. Instead, let's head over to the studio to hear it from Sue himself. made it here to Red Door Sounds and with me is Sue Oye. How are you Sue?
0: I'm very f- good, thank you. That's Thanks all good. Thanks for coming in.
1: Thank you very much for um, agreeing to have a little chat with me, really Always. appreciate it. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do.
0: Well, I'm what they call a record producer, but it's a bit different because today everyone calls themselves a record producer as soon as they buy a, a MacBook and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and put some drum beats in. But in the old school, the record producer is someone that uh, is kind of in charge of uh, handling uh, an artist from inception stage Mm. when they get signed to actually uh, a finished product when the record gets released.
1: Whoa. Well, can you explain the process of music production? So how does it all work?
0: Well, I'll, I'll, I'll explain it from my point of view. As a record producer you're either either well there's two two or three ways that i usually come across artists one is what i call the div- artist development if i find an artist that i really believe in or they come to me or someone introduces me then a lot of times i help them hone their songwriting skills their mm-hmm. their singing ability and sometimes it takes two to three years to actually get an artist up to the stage where they're ready to finish a record and once they get to that point, then I usually approach a, a major record company and we kind of do a joint venture mm-hmm. to then release the artist. Then there are other times where a record company will come to me and say, hey, listen to you, we've got someone, a, a winner from X Factor or, or we've got an artist that we've just
1: mm-hmm.
0: signed and uh, we want you to make a record. Mm. And, and then they
1: come here and they produce it?
0: Yeah, yeah, they they come in here and then it usually it's like, as a record producer in that, in that environment, it's usually like you're like a, a builder, really. Yeah. Uh, the record company comes to you and say, this is how much we w- we're willing to pay the budget. This is when we want the record out. This is what we want the record to sound like. We don't care how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> make sure it's finished by such and such a date. Just make it. <laughs> Just make it. So it's up to me to totally uh, work out the logistics.
1: So we've obviously walked in on a day in the life of Sue. So why don't you tell us what you've been up to? Uh, what does a day in the life of Sue sort of look like?
0: Uh, it totally depends. Like today is actually a songwriting uh, me time. So <laughs> I, I just didn't have anyone in here today, which is very exciting for me. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I just sit sit down and l- look through some of the songs that I've been working with artists mm-hmm. and kind of analyse what else needs to be done, or what, you know, how we can improve mm-hmm. it, and then, the, then, and this morning I got the opportunity to sit down on a grand piano upstairs and and write write a tune. So <laughs> they, it's a very ex, it's a very nice time when when I get to be alone. <laughs>
1: um, what songs or artists have you produced? Beg your pardon? What's, what songs or artists have you produced? What
0: songs or artists have you well. I work with a, a team of people in in here, so uh, we have like three producers, and and as as a as a team, we've worked on quite a different artists all the mm-hmm. way back from. Well, I've been in an industry for, oh god, more <laughs> than twenty five years uh, Whoa. since since the nineties. Experience. So <laughs> yeah, so I I've I've worked with acts all the way from nineties when, back f- back through. Pete Andre, back to CDB, uh, uh, Colette—all <laughs> <laughs> the kind of artists that you've probably never heard of—and uh, that's where we started. I, I actually started uh, working a lot of remixes for oh, overseas yeah? artists. We've we've done remixes for Aretha Franklin. We've done uh, remixes for you know uh, for Kylie.
1: Kylie Minogue, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So
0: it's all all that's we're talking. We're talking nineties here, yeah, really, really way yeah. back. <laughs> uh, when when kind of dance music was still mm. still a, a new thing. <laughs> um, as a team, we've we've gone through our rock stage where we've done albums for uh, the Living End. We've done uh, albums for um, oh Peking Duck. Oh our, wow! Our, our, uh, albums for. God, so many. <laughs> but anyway, then we went to a stage where where we were doing a lot of rap in the studio. Oh yeah, uh, three sixty did three albums in here. Uh, uh, I believe um, my 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 partner right now is working with uh, chilling it, which is a ri- pretty big uh, rapper.
1: So lots of big artists come here to record yeah, their music.
0: Yeah, I mean, all, all yeah, all, all the way back to we you know.
1: Do the artists get to choose the studio or?
0: Well, again, it depends on how they come to yeah. the studio, whether it's through a record company or whether it's through they're picking me as a, a producer or whether <laughs> I've picked them.
1: Yeah.
0: So it all it all depends. But uh, yeah, but Australia is a really small industry. I mean, it, it's once once you've kind of achieved a, a certain level of success, you do get an opportunity to, to actually meet and, and just have even have an opportunity to, to work with people. I mean I, I, I had a I had a great opportunity to even to work with someone like Michael Hutchins from INXS, you know, <laughs> and go out for dinner with him and, and that kind of thing. So uh Australians are pretty pretty good that way.
1: So I'm actually sitting in front of all the p- producing equipment in here. Can you tell me what's how? Well, how did you get all this equipment? Wh- where did you get it from? What's what's going on well, with all actually this?
0: Actually, this studio started as a small little home studio. I, I <laughs> used to live upstairs in the church, yeah. so that was my apartment upstairs, and <laughs> and I was gonna just uh, have a small little O two R, a uh, little small little six channel desk, and mm-hmm. and then and then I got. I got this uh, really big success in America, and at that time I was in New York, uh, and uh, and I produced a number one US hit uh, with an artist called Meryl Bainbridge. Uh, was that
1: a breakthrough moment?
0: Yeah, it was, because it was an artist that I developed myself, and then did a joint venture with actually John Farnham's label, uh um Gotham records (laughs) he'll kill me for forgetting (laughs) Uh, and and yeah so John John Farnham was very instrumental in working with us to develop this artist and and she went to number one in Australia and then later on to number one in America so that was and 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 also it was kind of really big Australian effort I mean Molly Meldrum really helped (laughs) out with with trying to break her in Australia so that was really nice.
1: What is the best thing about being a producer?
0: You have a lot of fun. I mean, the thing is that (laughs) I've got to say that I used, after, I've got a Bachelor of Economics from Monash University, Yeah. right? And after that, I went to work for one year in the bank, the ANZ (laughs) bank, because my parents said that I should get a proper job. (laughs) I hated it. I totally hated it. I was looking at the clock every day. I was looking for for the weekend.
1: Oh, parents.
0: (laughs) And it was terrible. Now to answer your question it's like having fun it's like you 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 get you 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 come into your sandpit every day and just have fun you can do whatever you want
1: honestly i would love doing this
0: <laughs> you know and and the thing is the people that come in here they want to have fun too mm. so songwriting is fun recording is fun hanging out with 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 the artists and 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 fellow you know Producers. I mean I've got Julian next door he's he's worked with Delta uh, and uh, yeah and, and he he's working on a few new artists he's got one of his artists have just got a, a record deal in, in the uk so so that's good so it's all kind of fun exciting and mm. and yeah it's like one big party
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what who has been the most interesting artist you've worked with
0: Interesting in what way? <laughs>
1: interesting in the way they write their songs
0: the way they write their songs and
1: how meaning it how meaningful it is
0: how meaningful it is um uh, it's kinda it's kind of a hard hard question uh to answer because every artist writes in in a different way so i i can't it as as a record producer I put on different hats so are you saying more emotional, uh, in terms of the journey of the artist, or or whether because ev- ev- every song that's written I consider a great great song, mm. the, no matter the genre. If you're writing a da- dance record for 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 a, a dance floor to fill up, that that takes a lot of effort and and it's something really special when mm. you actually can actually uh,
1: finish you know, it, create, yeah,
0: finish it and create that that vibe just as much as. Some some artists that are are very uh, depressed and and are pouring their heart out and that's a whole different journey down down another road. Usually, when I work with artists like that, I end up being a, a like a psychologist <laughs> 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 because you're kind of trying to draw out.
1: Draw out the important parts to get the the song going. Yeah, basically
0: what's really deep in in their psyche and and, and how how they feel.
1: You should get paid Uh, for the two jobs then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which artist would you most like to produce in the world?
0: Which artist would I
1: most like to produce in the world? You can invite one artist to your studio to record.
0: to say. (laughs) Well, look, um, my favourite was Michael Jackson. I'm afraid he's not alive today, but... I would love to work with Michael.
1: Uh, Have you ever recorded yourself?
0: Uh, Yes. Actually, I do have to record myself all the time because when we're writing songs, I do the song demos.
1: Well, give give us some Uh, bars.
0: Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb. Thank you, thank you.
1: (laughs) And finally, what do you do when you're out of the studio and not producing?
0: Uh, I play a lot of tennis. Uh, That really keeps me fit and uh, spend a lot of time with my three kids.
1: Tennis is fun and kids are fun too. Yeah. And last, last, last question. We like to mix it up, make it a little bit fun. What is the worst song ever written?
0: The worst song ever written. The worst song ever written. Well, the problem written. is that if it's the worst song ever written, you wouldn't have heard of it, neither would <laughs> I. And I've heard a lot of <laughs> worst songs r- being written in this studio, <laughs> uh, but songs that I hate. Uh, there was a song back in the '80s called "Agadoo." I don't know if you've <laughs> never heard of that, but go I have go heard go that one. Google it.
1: Agadoo, do do. Yeah, do push yeah. pineapple in the tree. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today, Sue. I had lots of fun and, yeah. That's okay, D-
0: DJ Ted.
1: <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks for your chat today, Sue. We're going to have another interview in just a moment. But let's have a quick break with our favourite segment on Ted Blast, Ted Song sing Back. I can't wait any longer. Pressing play now. Hello everybody and welcome back to Ted's Song Sing Back, my favourite segment on this podcast. Today we have a very weird and interesting song, Riptide by Vance Joy. Let's see what funny things we can make out of this silly, silly song. Let's get started. Here we go. Hey, be nice to your dentist. She has feelings
0: too. Bit shy, hey?
1: I must have eaten something nasty. Hang on, when did I start drifting off to sleep? Nice tune, might take a nap after all. Oh no, something weird's about to happen. Where's she going? Well, oh, that's not good. She's gonna need some help to get out of the dark. Oh, that's sweet. Try swallowing. Hey, hey, give me a chance. I'm just learning the song. This I think like? Only if you bring popcorn. It's got, to quit his and head to New got lots of F-R-I-E-N-D-S there. Weird, but okay. Who is she and how did she get up there? Oh, is this the same lady who went into the rib tie? Sounds like she's heading down to the beach again. The question is, can she swim? Ooh, that current's strong. Yeah, sorry, my right hand's busy. Do you get nervous singing? Yeah, that's what happens to me too. Well, honestly, I just make up the words. No one can tell. Are you having fun? This is fun! Did you know I like swimming too? But I swim between the flags. What do you know? If you're gonna, if you're gonna stay. If you want me to, I will. I just, gotta, I just gotta Oh, what do you know. want me to know now? I, can't have it, I can't have it any That's a little way, demanding.
0: I swear she's Wait, do you
1: know a movie star?
0: Thing to Pfeiffer,
1: oh, it must be Michelle who's running. Later, running yep, that's her. To the dark. Isn't she playing insane Catwoman in Batman? Not if she's that crazy cat lady I
0: don't. Do you still have a lump in your throat? Hey,
1: that's what I thought. Is this the end of the song? Oh, God, there's more. Throw her a life jacket, mate. Stop singing. Hey, you know what? I missed the singing, actually. And there we go. Just give a little cough what i to say. Keep practising, you'll get it right soon. Oh, no, no, I didn't mean practice it now. Yeah, I think you got it. Oh, you want me to join in? Oh, sorry, can't sit on the twin now. What did you say? Okay, I'll try. Oh, now my gong got trapped. let my together. Uh, Paris, thanks for listening to take song. Sing back, everybody. I'm, I'm going to go get this gum out of my face. Bye-bye. Thank you for your patience. Today... We're going to be mastering mixing and sound design The producer, composer and creative genius who pushes out the most interesting techno sounds I've heard this year. His joy for music and zest for life is more than enough energy to produce the amazing sounds that make you want to dance. But it's his ruthless curiosity to source sounds from the pure mundane that's really created his brand. Inspired from the greats, such as Pharrell Williams and Prince, he's imagined new sounds from household items and has since collaborated with the best in the business, such as Hayden James and Icona Pop, to recreate their own smash song. His creative take on making music has not only built his growing fan base, who appreciate these types of creations, but has also unlocked opportunities to share his joy for making music with school students, teaching them the process of recording audio samples and turning them into a finished song to hear more about how he creates a remix in a completely fresh way, you need to grab your MacBook and push to and join me whilst I lay down this following track. You're not just hearing it today, but feeling it in the studio with the one and only Ryan Paddley. Welcome to Virgin Show. Yeah, this is Hello, everybody, and I am here with the one and only Ryan Powderly. How are you, Ryan? Hello,
2: I'm good, thanks, DJ Ted. How are you? That's
1: good. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Well, I'm from Sydney. I grew up in Sydney. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. We were just talking earlier about surfing, but that's where I learned to surf and <laughs> um, got my taste for music. I started DJing at friends' parties when they all started turning 18 <laughs> <laughs> and then started playing in clubs and... Um, I still play in clubs a little bit and make music. Mm I just finished studying music at Melbourne University, um, which I loved. Mm. And yeah, I loved being a student again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What does a day in the life of Ryan look like?
2: Well, I get up, I check the surf forecast and I don't go surfing most days. (laughs) I (laughs) just like to imagine.
1: Just feel like you're going surfing.
2: Yeah. And I run workshops still, so that's how we met is mm-hmm. in one of my workshops. Yeah. I hold those workshops down at the Art Centre um, in South Bank. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I do a few of those a week. I do school excursions. They come through and we, <laughs> we bang out a track together. <laughs> Sounds super fun.
1: I remember doing that one. That was really, really fun. Thanks um, so much. I, I remember inspired a lot of people.
2: Oh uh, yeah, it was so fun. Clifton Hill Primary shout outs. How are you all? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um I've heard you create household techno music.
2: I do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So that was, um, that was something that came out of being a bit stir crazy when (laughs) lockdowns were happening when we were all (laughs) stuck inside. I looked for inspo in the kitchen and in the bathroom and in the backyard. There was no clubs for me to play in or like music festivals to go to. (laughs) So the inspo had to come from somewhere else. So I started making these tracks out of my beard trimmer and my vacuum cleaner. (laughs) (laughs) And you can check those out on my Instagram. Um, But, yeah, that turned into me doing these classes. It just Mm. um, had a really good response on my Insta. And I started up TikTok. I'd never heard of it until then and um, (laughs) got that going too, which is fun. Mm.
1: Uh, So techno music, it's electronic music. That can be created in, obviously, lots of different ways. So what's your style of techno?
2: My style is... Very hands-on. I like my music mm-hmm. to have imperfections and <laughs> I like to – when you hear it, I, I hope people think "Oh, it's um, it's expressive. Mm. Like it's usually – like we just – for those listeners, me and DJ Ted just had a session then on Ableton and what was really cool and one of my favourite things about it is you can like lay down a real basic – rigid drum beat right like Mm. we had just a kick drum and a snare but then we just got wild with all the the finger drumming and like bashing in drums over the top that were imperfect (laughs) and we came up with our own groove and that's kind of what I hope my music sounds like to people
1: Mm. uh what's your process for creating household techno music
2: well some days I'm not feeling the vibes like (laughs) I don't feel like going into the studio and working on music, Mm -hmm. but I think the trick is to just show up and bash out something. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be amazing. It doesn't even have to be good at all. But, yeah, my approach is just, like, being committed because when you have a a week where you're not inspired and you come back to those ideas that you recorded, there'll be something there that you can flip and respond to and uh, pick up and, you know, mash it with another idea you had and suddenly there's, like... A vibe again, and you're back on, and it's (laughs) the best feeling ever. So, yeah, my my workflow is just like stay committed and and just keep at it, even if you're not vibing.
1: How long does it take to produce a piece of techno music for you? Sometimes
2: a year, other times (laughs) I've done a track in like an hour. And wow, I'd say if you're not feeling it, just put it put that project aside for now Mm. and come back to it. Um, But Yeah, like sometimes I won't write from start to finish either. I'll just get stuck on an idea and I'll jump onto another one and then I'll combine them. And it can take anywhere from, you know, a couple of hours to, yeah, like one track I put out was it took me like a whole year to work on. (laughs) And I think that's because I didn't jump. I didn't have anything else going on at the time i was just said to myself okay i'm not walking away from this song until it's finished and i just forced myself to finish it (laughs) it wasn't a very fun way to work but i definitely learned to like just put it aside for now if i'm stuck
1: (laughs) so you've obviously worked with a number of artists and businesses to make music um all music for their ads uh so how did that all come about
2: that that happened um Weirdly, because of these videos as well. Like, mm. I got um, somebody who was representing Bonsoy reach out oh. and say, hey, we should do, like, a household techno track out of a day in the life of a surfer. <laughs> and then... Um, and Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then oh, it was actually this guy, Julian Wilson. He's, like, mm. I think he's, like, world champ, or he's, like, really, really good. lives in Newcastle. Um, so that was really special to work on. <clears throat> and, yeah, just... Instagram, surprisingly, mm. Instagram DMs is my short answer. People <laughs> just reach out and some, some brands have reached out and they maybe haven't been the right brand that I felt like working with. So I've said no, like knowing yeah. when to say no is really yeah. um, a big, uh, was a big learn for me as well. But yeah, it happened through social media.
1: Mm. Uh, if, if you want a household techno track, hit up Ryan on his DMs. <laughs> uh, so who would your dream collab be?
2: I would love to work with Pharrell. I'd love to work with Prince, who has passed away, obviously, but mm-hmm. he is a favourite artist of mine. Um, and I really like Tame Impala as well. I think his music is amazing because you can yeah. tell he listens to house music, but he doesn't really make house music. It's, mm. it's something else. But you can tell that flavour is, is in there. He likes house and I'd like to work with him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what has been your most interesting collab that you've done?
2: Uh, recently I collabed with, I don't know if you've heard of Hayden James and Icona Pop. Yeah. So that was huge because they're like really big artists and I Mm. admire them a lot. So they (laughs) messaged, or Future Classic, who was the record label, they messaged me and said, Hey, Hayden and Icona have a track coming out. You should do this should do like a household (laughs) and so I was like uh yes please but I'm kind of out of ideas I've used my beard trimmer I've used (laughs) the soap the cupboard door the bin (laughs) so I really had to work hard come up with some new like sounds around the house Mm. but yeah that was a very exciting one
1: what does your music setup look like at home
2: not not as crazy as it used to be I've downsized (laughs) in lockdown I I really scratched my head and thought okay how can I simplify my setup and streamline it. Mm -hmm. At at the moment it's um, a MacBook Pro and Ableton Push 2. And to be honest, that's like 90% of (laughs) music. And then I've got a couple of synthesizers. Yeah. I've got um you might not know these but worth looking up. I've got a Roland SH101, which is a great bass synth from the 80s. Mm -hmm. You can only play one note at a time. Like you can't (laughs) play a chord on it. And I've got a Roland Juno 106, um, which you can play chords on, and that's from the 80s as well. Mm. has a classic sound, and they're my favourite two keyboards. And then I've got a guitar. Sometimes I'll pick that up if I'm <laughs> dark, and, But, yeah, that's my main setup is, yeah. is the two Roland synths, MacBook Push 2.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the piece of equipment you could not live without? And I could probably guess this.
2: My push too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. It <laughs> changed the game. I don't work for Ableton, I should say. They're not paying me to say this. But like <laughs> uh, when I got that, it completely changed how quickly I could throw ideas at a song and was just like, I couldn't believe I'd lived so long without one. So yeah, <laughs> that, that was, that's one thing I couldn't live without.
1: What's the best thing about being a DJ?
2: Meeting people and bringing people together. Yeah. to feel the music physically to like <laughs> not just hear it with your ears but being up there knowing that there's people meeting each other in you know on the dance floor for the first time and there's people who maybe don't get together very often yeah. and just like f- uh facilitating that space like creating that space for people to come together mm. is such a special thing and it <laughs> took me years to really figure out what I loved about it but it's definitely that
1: uh what do you do when you're off the mixer so you're in your spare time
2: i like to surf i don't do it too (laughs) often i like to ride my bike um i like to run i like to go on hikes so i like i've got this app it's really cool it's called all trails yeah and my girlfriend just showed me this it's like a map of all the the hiking trails in australia
1: really and you can you
2: can search by difficulty by like distance yeah um and by area and you yeah i've just like found so many trails around the place from like wilson's prom even ones really locally around mary creek and stuff that i wouldn't have found normally and it was just like during lockdown that was like the sickest thing ever just finding (laughs) new trails to do and trails that i could do in what was it we had to be back inside in under an hour or something just like (laughs) short trails but yeah highly recommend that up um Uh, hiking
1: Finally, what song would you play if you were a DJing in a nightclub? You needed to get everyone on the dance floor. They weren't dancing at all.
2: Oh, goodness me. That's a tough question.
1: <laughs> um, gotcha.
2: Maybe, um, maybe something. So my favourite DJ of all time is this DJ Larry Levan. Mm-hmm. And he used to DJ in New York. Um, and he was there from the time where, like, disco music started to turn into house music. Yeah. And he played a lot of amazing uh, you can find them on online on YouTube and stuff. His, yeah. the, the recordings, they're terrible quality, but they're really <laughs> good. And one track that he plays a bit was um, this track called um, uh, I Want You To Know by mm-hmm. Groove Committee. And that is like a classic early 90s house track. Um and it has all the right sounds. It has this bass sound that I love. And the track that we just worked on before recording this has yeah. that same bass sound. And that's why I, that's why I was happy that <laughs> you got that bass sound going. But yeah, my, my answer is our Groove Committee. I want you to know. Check it out.
1: All right. Thank you so much for chatting with me today, Ryan. I had so much fun. DJ and thank you for the push session. That was also amazing. Thank you
2: so much for hosting me. It's such an honor that's to all be right. Nice to meet you. Nice Catch to meet you, soon. you too.
1: Catch you soon. Thanks, Ryan! Yeah. Don't forget to follow Ryan on Instagram to see more of what he's up to. And check out his workshops at the Art Centre Melbourne called Mega Mix Social, Music Unlocked. If you want a taste of what Ryan's capable of creating with techno sounds, then it's time to listen to the remix single, Right Time, by Hayden James and Icona Pop, and of course, Ryan Powderly. So strap your headphones on and let's crush this. segment on Ted Blast, Ted Smart. This is our quiz show where we're going to be quizzing a bunch of different people on a bunch of different topics. Music, sports, books, anything that you guys want us to hear. So, this is a bit experimental. This might be the first and only time we do this. So I thought I'd bring my producer, who will remain unnamed, until our um, 1,000th episode, or our 1,000th follower, (laughs) um she has come on the podcast for the very first time hello unnamed secret producer that is me hello DJ Ted how are we I am very good how are you I've got my radio voice on for you today and uh, (laughs) I'm very excited about this new game that we obviously have not even test driven outside of the studio so this is very interesting well, that is very good. So today's game, when we play Ted Smart, we always do it in the form of a Kahoot quiz. Oh, so she's okay. uh log in, eight three two five eight one. There we go. All logged in. All logged in. I think right. so. We'll the Kahoot music. Goes. There we go. All right. We're on. <laughs> okay. All right, let's start. Here we go. Music quiz. Oh. I'm not very good at these. You can read the questions off the off the uh, studio computer. All right. Okay. okay. Which family do these instruments Ah, belong to? Gosh. Woodwind, percussion, string, or brass? I'll make it. Well, people need to know what they are. Well, there's a drum. Lots (laughs) of drums. I think I'm going to take a punt with. Percussion. Now I've got to press this, don't I? Yes, you All press right little square. Oh, All right, got it. All right. Press it again. Come on, you've got to press I'm it. I'm a pure genius. Oh well, there we go. Percussion. Yay. <laughs> All right, go. Okay, leaderboard, producer. Um, so obviously the producer's the only one playing, so we could only <laughs> judge by um, the amount of points that she gets. You might need more people. Um, <laughs> we might get a few more in the next time. This is another which family do these instruments belong to? Oh, my goodness. Now, for everybody listening, these are, what have we got? Trombone, uh, okay. can't even read it. French horn. I know they make the images really small. They do. It. Now I am going to go with wind. I think that was one of the options. Was it wood I know. We're going to go brass. Mm-hmm. brass. So the green you. square. Yeah, there go we on. go. Oh, oh nobody right, got it. Oh, no, yeah, there's a timer. <gasps> I forgot to tell you. You didn't tell me there was a timer. Apologies. Oh. You lost. Haha. <laughs> okay, quiz. Which family do these instruments belong to? Oh, got to be quick. Here you go. Okay. Uh, you have got eight seventeen string. seconds. I'm gonna go string. String. I'm okay. gonna explain. There were there violins. Amazing. There were uh, lots of violins. Lots you of. You might th- need to tell people. I'll do it. Then. We really <laughs> needed to test one fourth fourteen thousand eight hundred and ninety or something. Which, <laughs> Which family? family? <laughs> there are. There is a, a flute. Saxophone. Saxophone. Flute. Flute. I'm gonna go with woodwind. Okay. Press it. Oh, gosh, <laughs> sorry. But, <laughs> there we go. We need to be filming this. <laughs> <laughs> Too. Okay. <laughs> uh, the points for the producer have now gone up to two thousand two hundred and ninety-three. Ooh, interesting. Okay, question five. Which instrument is often used in jazz music? Guitar, piano, trumpet, or what saxophone? Instrument? Oh, saxophone, I reckon. Come on. Hey, there we go. Amazing. So good at this. Get all the questions right and you'll get a clap at the end. Great. Where was Ricky Martin born? Ah. Yeah. Mexico. Puerto Ooh. Rico. Buenos Aires I'm or go Cuba. Puerto Rico. I really don't know. Oh Buenos Aires. <laughs> oh Puerto Rico. Okay, right, go. Yeah, there we go. Got it. Good old Ricky. Hey, Ricky. <laughs> All right, question seven. We're speeding through this. I don't How speak- many strings does a violin have? Three, like in- five, four, or six? Whoa. I know, I made this so hard. F- f- five? Four. Oh, gosh. Uh, play uh, play. Oh, no, she got it I have not played a violin in my life. Wow. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Thanks for that, encouragement. No worries. Move on. That's normally your job. Anyway, <laughs> number eight, which rock group did George Harrison <gasps> oh, belong to? Oh, I know this. Okay. The core, the, cores? the Cranberries, the Beatles. Or, or you two? I'm going to go the Beatles. Well, everyone knows that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be pretty sad if I got that wrong. <laughs> it was your time, wasn't it? Get out. <laughs> no, it wasn't, thank you. Oh, uh, whatever. Smarty. All right, number 9, which classical, t- classical good, uh, is, thank yeah. you. Which classical t- composer became deaf, deaf near the end of his life? Death. Beethoven, Ooh, Bach, Beethoven. Vivaldi Ooh, or Mozart? Oh oh, oh oh. oh. oh now, this oh, one I think oh, I, think it's, I think it's a trick. I, no, it's Oh, oh God, I, thought it I, I thought it was a trick. I thought it was a trick. I thought it was a trick because I thought Beethoven was deaf before the end of his life. I mean, death de- de- or death? What did de- you death? <laughs> say? Death. <laughs> okay, no, next. No, I got that wrong. I did say Beethoven. I should have gone with my first gut yeah. instinct. Oh. Uh, producer, for those who want to know, producer is on oh. 4,829 points. I got points. two wrong, and I got one Okay. Off, so it was like In what country did reggae music originate? I think that's how you say it Argentina, Brazil, <laughs> Mexico, or Jamaica? Jamaica, baby. Okay. Jamaica. There we go. Congratulations. Okay, points have gone up to, ooh, wow, a spike in points, 5,676. Question 11 How many instruments are there in a string quintet? <laughs> Two, four, three, or five? Quintet, ooh, I would say five. Ah, no, four. Quint. Ah, ah, press it, come oh on, you've oh got no, nine! I don't know what I paint! seven, just press it! Yes, five. Oh, five. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. Okay. Oh, actually, that wasn't bad. 6,355. I You're know, moving up by you the thousands. It was terrible. Which female pops into <laughs> had a big hit called Baby One More Time? Baby I guess we could guess it. Rihanna, Rihanna, Britney Spears, Amy Winehouse or Madonna? You guys can be guessing Britney. along with us. You guys can be guessing us along with us. By the way, if you like, um, grab a pen and paper. Write oh, down your scores. Producer has a streak with three correct answers in a row. <laughs> well, you're the only one playing. I should have played, even though I created the questions. <laughs> so you should bring some more people on. This. this is definitely a hit. Which British rock group do Liam and Noel Gallagher belong to? You don't even know. Oasis, Blur, Ram, or ACDC? It's I did REM, have to by the way, but it's REM. Oasis. Okay, whatever. All right don't have to give me the terminology. I Googled these questions, by the way. I didn't make them. I mean, I did make them, but I Googled them. You're making that up. <laughs> you can't. Uh, no. Whatever. <laughs> Which instrument has keys, pedals, and strings, piano, bass, keyboard, or harp? Oh, gosh. No, piano. Yes. Okay. 15th question, what does an orchestra's conductor wave to keep time? Baton, string, baston, stick. Baton. Baton, obviously. Da, da, da. Okay. Baton. <laughs> this is actually really good. Baton. Okay. 9,734. Question 16, what is the largest string ooh. instrument? Ooh. Viola, cello, bass, or violin? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I'm going to go, ooh, cello. Bass. Oh, I know you, you know the big bass? Yeah. Okay, show the media and we'll show you. See? Okay, okay, It's on the picture, mate. It's on the picture. Okay, question 17 out of 20. We're almost done. Oh. High school musical. It's hard to believe that I couldn't. What? Breathe. Breathe. Taste. See? I, don't don't I can't believe you ever watched high school music. I gotta go breathe. See? Oh, it's hard to believe that I couldn't. <laughs> No, I can't sing. You can't oh, sing stop either. it. This is a studio. We're meant to be loud. No. Okay. What is the name of this instrument? Question 18. Um, Cornet, clarinet, tuba or horn? I'm going to go oh, horn. Yes. I thought, I thought it was a French horn, but it's a horn. Nice horn. Okay. 10,550 points for producer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Question 19. Which of the following is not a musical? The Lion King, <gasps> Mamma Mia, Titanic or High School. Buiger. Titanic! <laughs> Mamma Mia. I made these really well. Here we go again. No, yep. Okay. And final question: Who is considered <gasps> the of King of Rock? King of Rock? Michael Jackson! John Bon Jovi, Elvis Presley, or you David Bowie. I have no idea who any of these are. Elvis Presley. I know who Michael. Um, Jackson is I know who Elvis Presley I don't know about the um, You know David Bowie I'm sorry I know David Bowie I'm saying I don't know about the orange John one John Bon Jovi John Bon Jovi In the 90s, In the 90s. <laughs> Okay the podium Number three Missing person <laughs> Number two Missing person Should we have Number people?
2: one It's
1: Producer <laughs> Oh my goodness, run and it. And there's an applause. Oh, applause. yeah, there is an applause, definitely. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. That's okay. Um, it was a short applause. Okay, next, let's see how many you got right. You got 75% correct. Thank um, you the very difficult much. questions were what is the largest string instrument? Um, high school musical, it's oh, hard to well, believe that I could see it. Which classical it composer became deaf? That was me. No, that, I. Yeah, I yeah, well, you didn't press speak the button. That. Uh, the only place that you can dispute that is if you click misclick. Oh, and the fa- but I... the final question is how many swings does a four. violin have? So you got four questions wrong. Um, that was that was really awesome. Great job! You did really well. Glad you like this uh, new segment. I do love the new segment. And next time we'll bring like two more, two three people in. Maybe you need a couple more, or we've got to do this differently. But this was a good trial. <laughs> I I'm really enjoyed it. it. Glad we went live with this one. I know. I'm really happy. This actually was actually really fun. Well, thanks so much for playing with me today, producer. I'm more than happy to help you out, but That's all right. uh, <laughs> this will be a first and last experience. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, Well, remember 1k followers will view your name. I don't know. Let thanks so much for playing. It. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, DJ. Go Ted. sit in the background, drink some coffee or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, do what I normally do. Bye, bye bye. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 13th Blast of the Week. Oh, we're getting large with numbers, aren't we? (laughs) Anyway, today I have a very interesting and very awesome Blast of the Week for you all. For those who don't know what a Blast of the Week is, it's basically where I get to share with you my favourite song from that week. Now, this week I did choose one that um, I... It's been around for quite a while, since the start of the year, actually. Um... You'll probably guess what it is if I tell you where I got it from, so I'll tell you that right afterwards. But yeah, what am I waffling on about? Let's get loud. Blast of the Week is coming up in 10,
2: Louis Theroux, Duke and Jones. Jiggle,
1: jiggle, jiggle, jiggle by Duke and Jones and Louis Threw.
2: Jiggle, jiggle, it folds. I like to see you wiggle, wiggle, for sure. It makes me want to dribble, dribble. You know, riding in my fear, You really have to see it. Six feet two in a compact. No slack, but luckily the seats go back. I got a knack to relax in my mind.
0: Sipping some red, red wine.
1: It's probably not a surprise to anyone that I got that song off TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but it's true, I actually did find it on TikTok and it was so amazing that I decided to do a dance to it on stage in Melbourne, so that was quite fun. Um, But other than that, that's probably one of my favourite songs for this week and I just found out that it was on Spotify, which I didn't even know, Um, and they've made so many remixes of it too. Uh, They've made... uh, uh, Jason Drulo remix and a bunch of others that I've completely forgotten but they're all so good I love the song it's compact
0: no but luckily the
2: seats go
1: anyway that is the end of last of the week today um, I enjoyed being the booth really well. having Thank the you. chat to you guys it. and the podcast was great I really enjoyed chatting to so, Ryan and Sue you guys are amazing that's a wrap so what am I, what what am, what am I doing here? Let's rotate out of here and move on to the last part, the outro. Thanks, guys. I'd
2: like to see you. Wiggle, wiggle.
1: Thanks for listening to TED Blast, the big brother of TEDcast. We're so glad you could join us today and become part of TED Blast's history. We'll be back in two weeks' time for another episode of the podcast. If you want to get a sneak peek of what's going on, make sure to follow us on our socials. On Instagram, you can find us on at TedBlast and on Twitter at TedBlastPod. You can also send us a voice message or visit our website by clicking the link in the description. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and we'll see you next time. Bye!